Happy Friday, everyone. You know, there's a popular Mark Twain quote that I'm sure most of you have seen printed on something that says, dance like no one is watching, sing like no one is listening, love like you've never been hurt, and live like it's heaven on earth. You know, laughing and singing and dancing have been so woven into most of our lives since a young age that it's easy for us to miss the significance of them in our lives. But why are they significant? You know, there's a quote from Brene Brown that says it so beautifully. Laughter, song, and dance create emotional and spiritual connection. They remind us of the one thing that truly matters when we are searching for comfort, celebration, inspiration, or healing, that we are not alone. You know, it's funny because when I think back to my childhood, most of my play was some form of singing and dancing. And then it's like my high school and college years were lived out with the perfect 80s soundtrack as background music. If I was excited and happy, then the music reflected that. And I was singing at the top of my lungs and dancing around. And if I was feeling melancholy, then my music reflected that. And the sadder the song, the better. And again, turned up loud to match all the emotions I was feeling. You know, I realize that everyone, that not everyone, shares the same love and passion for music. But the one thing that we do share is its universal ability to move us emotionally. You know, whether it's a hymn at church or the national anthem or a song on the radio, it reaches out to us, inviting us to connect. And connection is something that we really can't live life without. You know, some of you might have heard me tell the story about seeing my young daughters dancing around when they were both under the age of five. You know, they had never really been exposed to any kind of dance besides what they might have seen in a Disney movie or something like that. But I remember that day that I had some worship music on in the house and I walked into our living room and I was just overwhelmed with the beautiful, uninhibited expression of dance that I was witnessing. It was such a pure expression of all that they were feeling in that moment and I will just never forget it. And in that moment, I saw that we were created to dance, to express ourselves in freedom, not caring what it looked like to anyone watching, because that's really not what it was about anyway. You know, I had always felt like I was trying to cram this expression down inside of me because it didn't seem to fit into my world. And here I was seeing it bursting forth in my two daughters, something that they had never been taught or really ever even seen. There's an old Indian saying that says, to watch us dance is to hear our hearts speak. And oh, I just, I love that, that um, saying so much. But I don't think that it just applies to dance. I think we can apply that to any time that we have the courage to express ourselves through something. Many years ago, I went through a really low time. I had experienced hurt and betrayal, and it just seemed to ripple out into my lives in ways that I wouldn't even realize for years to come. You know, when we've been hurt, we change to protect ourselves. And sometimes those changes are intentional and needed. And some of them, you know, we're totally aware of. And they just seem to rise up out of us instinctively to self-protect. Over time, I saw how I had let this affect my relationships with people. But I was totally shocked when I discovered many years later that I didn't really sing anymore. Now, some of you might not believe that since I typically sing every week at church. But that was really the only time that I was singing. Not only was I not singing, but I really didn't listen to music that much anymore. I mean, I would occasionally hear a song and it would really move me and I would listen to it for a little bit, but then I would stop. You know, it kind of freaked me out when I realized this because how could I not have noticed this huge change in my life? I mean, I was the person who always had music playing in the house, in the car, wherever I was, and I just wasn't listening anymore. Why had I stopped? I don't remember ever thinking, I'm going to stop playing music all the time. 
But I do remember a few times feeling like while I was listening to something and listening to certain songs, like that invitation to connecting that I talked about a few minutes ago with something outside myself was just asking more for me that I was feeling like I was able to give. I hadn't even realized it, but my disconnection with music was a reflection of my disconnection with others. I didn't want to be open and feel because I had done that and it hurt. That's been many years ago and I'm, I'm not living in that same space anymore, but I am very aware that right under the surface of where I do live, there's fear telling me, don't risk it, Susan. You know, don't risk it with that friendship because they'll just end up hurting you. Don't risk it and put yourself out there like that. You'll just be misunderstood and look stupid. You know, I'm really hoping that this isn't coming across like a downer for our Fearless Friday podcast. But you know, sometimes to move ahead fearlessly, it takes us moving through some hard places. Feeling those feelings that we have been afraid of feeling and pushing up through that rocky, hard dirt towards growth. You know, because I want to watch you dance like no one is watching. I want to hear you sing your song at the top of your lungs. And most of all, I want to see you live your life loving your God, loving yourself, and loving others from a place of freedom like you've never been hurt before. Because that, my friend, is a lot closer to heaven here on earth. I love you guys so much, and we'll talk soon.